Welcome back to Dark Nexus. Tonight, it's Act 2, Chapter 78. The sun is setting over Thrushmore. Inside the compound atop Iris Hill, a hush has fallen. After a fearsome chaos of two solid minutes of screaming, hollering, death, the sound of fist crumpling flesh, razor slicing flesh, dagger slashing flesh, the clatter of armor and weapons, and the desperate cries of ally to ally. After all that, silence finally reigns, and it is not a comforting silence. One person knows why. Huddled back behind the manor house, well over a hundred feet away from her nearest ally, Dora huddles invisibly in the darkness, her back pressed against the wall of the servants' quarters, and she knows what's coming. The Stranger. Slave Lord of the Inner Sea. Ally? Question mark? To Count Hazerton Lowell's the Fourth. Ally? Question mark? To Melison Cororo. Servant of Haster? Question mark? So much is unknown. But here are the facts Dora has at her disposal. This woman? Question mark. <laughs> uh, this creature? played some part in the drama-slash-tragedy of her life, her life and Grip's, and Roni's, and Ray's. She found them all when they were children, and she was present on the docks on that fateful night when they all first met, all of them. Rip Tusk, Roni, Brayden, Tima, Vaticus, and Daria. Dora knows these things. She also knows that the stranger, Wirali, is mowing through her own ostensible allies inside the manor house in what sounds like a blind rage. Or maybe not, maybe not blind. Back inside the mind of Daylene Spence, Dora glimpsed those milky white eyes staring down at Daylene, and maybe she recognized something of the feelings that crossed that yellow alien visage, even though it was half covered in silk. Maybe Dora saw, in the set of Wirali's alien face, something of that terrible last moaning cry of Ray as he fell. That feeling of so much left undone. Maybe Dora saw something of what she saw gripping Roni's face as he went from the guest house to the carriage house to the servants' quarters to the manor house last night, building after building, room after room. The feeling of something was supposed to be here, something of mine, and it's not here. Maybe Dora saw something of what she saw last week in Briarstone Asylum when Grip was paralyzed at the heart of the ghoul rampage in the West Wing. The rage and frustration of absolute impotence or maybe and let's let's be honest this is probably it maybe from all these weeks of having tima fuming continuously inside of her maybe she recognizes the rage of someone who has had something deeply personal and deeply important stolen from her we can't always get what we want we can't always get what we lost back. So what do we do with those feelings of loss and consequence? Some of us start killing, and that's what Wirali's doing. And Dora knows it. Now, across the courtyard, between like 85 and 100 feet or so from the front door of the manor house, Dora's companions stand in a nearly impenetrable cloud of mist. Dabs is on the very outside edge of the fog and can make out the weed-choked grounds, the overgrown grass, the crumbling flagstone paths, the, the gloomy little well, and the looming shape of the Gothic mansion across the way. All Roni and Grip can see is each other, and, and a heap of now twice-dead former militiamen at their feet. 
I want to be I want to be realistic about what they would have heard. At the start of Wirali's uh, air quotes encounter with Daylene and Degarbatha, those three wouldn't have heard anything. But that's also the time when the Juju zombies finally started to drop one by one by one. By the time Degarbatha was racing out the dining room door, clutching his gut as his life's blood was dripping out of him, Dabs was even able to see that. They were out on the edge of the fog. And by the time the last of the silent soldiers was dropping, Daylene was screaming bloody murder as she was being slaughtered in the library. Realistically, they could have heard that. Do Dabs, Roni, and Grip have the same level of information as Dora does right now? No. But they do know something is up. Something is happening. It is reasonable to me that they probably suspect something's coming or something is about to happen. Fate is approaching, my friends. The course of someone's or, or, or more, more than one's life is likely about to change tonight. Let's find out what happens. I'm going to stick in a loose initiative order for now. As you each ponder what you want to do, whether that is heal, hide, run away, whatever the choice may be, know that you're not hearing, or in Dora's case, seeing the approach of any other forces at the moment. The front door of the guest house has been wide open for a while. No one else seems to be coming out. The doors to the carriage house have been closed, but it's quiet in there. Same with the door to the servants' quarters. Over at the manor house, the dining room doors were opening and closing a lot the last several sessions, but at the moment, one of them is wide open. We ended up with Dora. I'm just going to keep. I'm going to keep you in the initiative order you're currently in. But uh, when and if a new fight starts, we are going to reroll again. So for the moment, the next person to act is Dabwick. Now, the spell obscuring mist is dismissible. We're in a little hushed moment between things happening. The action economy would demand that you have to use a standard action to let that go. If you decide you want that mist to be gone right now, and in this little pause here, as we're all adjusting to the end of what just happened, if you, if you want to get rid of the benefit that this concealment provides, you're welcome to let it go. What does, uh, what does Dabwick do here? The first thing that Dabwick's going to do is cast Owl's Wisdom on themselves. Okay. Mm. Raising their wisdom by four points, raising the DC of all their spells, raising the <laughs> their will save, yep. perception checks. Anything else in particular you're raising that for? Um, no, you've listed all it. of Great. them, especially the will save. Uh, Dabwick's got uh, the back of the neck, hairs on the back of the yes. neck going on. You're right on the edge of the fog here, so that's just a standard action. Even though you cannot see Roni and Grip right now, you know that they are only a five-foot step away from you because you all saw this last soldier drop in the middle of you. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get closer to them, you can. If you want to start um, heading somewhere else in the courtyard, you've got uh, you've got a full field of vision outside that fog. No, I would take a. I would try to close with them and say, "I saw Dora run off to the house." No. And no. It's no. No. Roni Invisible. saw that. You haven't seen Dora. Okay. You saw Dagobatha. I saw Dagobatha exit the house and float up into the air, wounded, deathly wounded, and screams coming from the house. Yeah. I, the Dora that was with us, that's not Dora. I think it's a plant. Why would you say that? Because it's true. That makes no sense. They're trying to fuck with us. They're trying to infiltrate us. They're trying to tear us down. But when we see Dora, we got to take her out. That's not her. Sense motive, both of you. Can I roll sense motive if I have no ranks in yes, it? Yes, you can. Yeah. What's its ability? Wisdom. Is that wisdom? wisdom? Yeah. <laughs> she went invisible, and then she ran away from the fight. I think she went to meet up with those other guys. What you do before that? So I failed. I failed that sense motive violently. Oh, but not a natural one. But it was a four on the die, which yeah. is a which is a four. Um. So how do I how do I reconcile that 
with the fact that Dora has done nothing. The Dora that was with us has done nothing but assist me this yeah. whole time. Yes. And Do I have to ignore that no, based on no, that no, role? No, no, no. Okay. So at this moment, Roni doesn't have a supernatural ability to convince you of something that you know not to be true. However, he's your friend. He's He has seen some things you have not seen. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, trust your gut. You, you know that she was within your sight for most of that time. You don't really know exactly what he saw. My suggestion might be that maybe you would start questioning what you saw. Maybe there'd be some doubt. But, I but would I also have in my head the fact that he's been acting weird towards Dabs the whole time, too? Yes. Like, would I, I know I'm a dumb fuck, but would I would I be able to put that, be like, yeah, but he's he's been weird about Dabs, and I saw Dora be helpful to at least me, and I'm assuming others throughout this fight. So yeah, how do I how do I how do you want to jive that with a four on the die for that sense motive? We've had a couple of moments where the rest of you have individually had something is going on with Roni. We're not like ten chapters ago where this was a complete mystery. We know something's going on with him, but. Yeah. I, I, I trust you. However you want to okay. play it. I okay. trust you. Uh, Dab rolled a 16 on the sense motive. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. I mean, Dora was in mortal danger before before I put the mist up. That's why I put the mist up. So I, I don't think, even if she was trying to trick us, she was clearly putting herself out there. I mean, that's, there was no doubt about that. She was in danger. We can, she, we can keep the conversation going. If you have any actions you want yeah. to take, let's pop them in. So Roni's turn now. Roni is going to reach into his uh, handy haversack and pull out a potion of cure light wounds and drink it. Great. As he continues, as he continues talking. talking. Yeah, she got behind us and she appeared like she needed help. But did she ever explode any heads? Did she ever use any of her really powerful abilities? She I can't didn't do see that her do anything. On, on undead. Remember? She can. We've seen her do that. Only if she does the, like, spooky, creepy thing where she gets really angry. No, not true. Right, right, Grip? We've seen her explode heads that were undead. All she did was hand me potions through this whole fight and fucking help me. So I don't know, and Grip yells out, Dora, where the fuck are you? What the fuck are you doing? This is our chance to be quiet. You're blowing it? I'm not taking a chance to be fucking quiet right now. All right, all right. How much do you heal, buddy? Oh, nice. Uh, that was uh, a five on the die plus one. That's six points. Okay, so Robert, this yes. is Grip's turn to take any actions, any sort as, of crunchy as, actions. As he's yelling that out, he yes. will also draw one of his uh, potions of cure light, and I'm sure it's a piece of shit potion. <laughs> they all are, aren't they? But that's what I have, so... Uh, so I, I heal seven points of damage. Great. Clearly not from Centilar Ruiz. It was not Centilar Ruiz. That was a better one. <laughs> also, Polly, you do have the cure, cure Light Wounds wand with three charges remaining. Thank you. Awesome. Draw and drink. Draw and drink. Dora, across the way, all the way across this gigantic compound here, you hear the sound of Grip's voice yelling at you from out of the mist. Can't see the mist from where I, after a 30-foot move. So Dora's edging along the south wall of the servants' quarter, between the servants' quarter and the manor house. Now she's closing in onto the carriage house. Uh, can you even see the fog cloud yet? Yes, the okay. edge of it. Okay. God damn. Um, oh, and like, hang, so hang on. We, Even though you don't have perfect vision beyond that, you can actually see it. So you, I can't see them, though. Yeah, yeah, you don't know where they are. They're inside the fog somewhere. So, um, I, I, uh, Dora moves 60 feet to the, near the door of the stable and says with a, a loud whisper, mm-hmm. I'm here and she's coming. Millicent? Shut up. No. You don't know her, Dabs. And if you wanted to run, no one would blame you. Sense motive. Yep. 13. She's trying to draw us out. Get ready for an ambush. Okay, okay. She's trying to draw us out. Get ready for an ambush. Dabs, what do you do? 
tap myself with the wand of cure light wounds (laughs) (laughs) and hand it off to Grip. I can't do anything with a wand. It's a fucking stick. What am I supposed to do with this? You're giving me that stick. Tap myself (laughs) and hand it out towards Roni. Okay. So You can press it into his hands unless he wants to not take it. That's fine with that. Uh, I... Or your hands full still. <laughs> I, I was gonna. That's fine. How much is that? Uh, one d eight plus one. Thank you. And grip. How how badly injured are you? Just barely bloodied. Uh, take nine more hit points. Thank you. I yes. rolled myself for a cure light wounds that I was gonna take, but that's and then I look down and I see that you're standing on the alchemical torch. Get off of that, you dumbass! <laughs> well, I don't know what you're talking about. I pick it up. That's the last of the dropped weapons, right? I think that's it. I think so, yeah. My hand, I'm now holding three things in my hands that I can't really use any of them. I have like a bundle of stuff in my hands. <laughs> Heaps. Yes. That's, that's so much I've got shit. a wand, the alchemical torch, and the war razor. Oh, God. Grip, what do you want to do? You heard what Dora said. You heard what Roni said. You're getting healed up. I think he's gonna want to move. So, like, I guess he has no—he has no sense of where the edge of the fog is, right? I think he is the one person here who has zero sense because both Roni and Dab, Dab's always knew. Roni hid it at one point, and Dora left it. All you've done is moved around inside of it, and you were so close to the center when it happened. I don't think that you know. But I heard Dora's voice, mm-hmm. so I yes. know what direction that is. You from. do absolutely. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna start walking to his to the to the to the west, okay. in the direction that he heard Dora's voice. Okay, and as he passes by Roni, I'm pretty sure you're my fucking mate, and I respect that. But if you think I'm going to take out Dora the minute I see her, you're fucking crazy, man. And he keeps walking uh, in the direction of Dora. Let me at least heal you up. All right, I'll take another one. <laughs> God damn it, I'll take another one. All right, so Grip, while moving past Roni, does hit the end of the fog here. I'm so gonna... he'll, he'll, he'll stop right there and, and wait <laughs> wait for another tap of the wand from this fucking guy. So you're half in, half out of the fog. You can see the courtyard, and you can see Roni and Dabs. Uh, let's all remember, too, Dabs and Grip cannot see Dora. She is still invisible. Copy that. Uh, so the invisibility is still going, right, Johnny? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's like 10 minutes per level. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Long time. Long, long time. Dora. Longer um, than shield, certainly. Yes. I can see Grip on the edge of the fog, his token. You sure can. Can I see Grip? You can see Grip. Dora casts message. Great. To Grip. It, it, are you within range? It's medium that? range. Great. Great. She points her finger at Grip and says to just him. Mm-hmm. It's the stranger. She killed the other one and gravely wounded Dagobatha, and she's coming. She's angry. And um, and she moves to the corner of the house. Here. The guest house? Yeah. Um, and you, you are still invisible, correct? Yeah. Okay. You can respond if you want in, the, in this message, right, Katie? Uh, I think so. And this is a conversation Oh gosh! We should have we should have Roni make a perception check because there's like a DC 25 chance oh, that he can hear this. Nice. So if he does hear this, we can play that. If he doesn't, that's probably better for all involved. <laughs> nope. Nope. Okay. Great. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't make it. Can we have some fucking privacy from the madness for two seconds? <laughs> you can whisper a reply that I hear. So do I want to reply? Um, you don't have to reply. Yeah, I don't think I, I can't. I, I don't have one, so I won't. Got it. You'll just be like. Got you can it. hear Got it, even in her sake. whispered magical message. You can hear she's terrified, freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Dabwick, mm. you can see because you know where the edge of the fog is. Uh, you can see that grips at the edge of it, looking out, waiting for some more healing from Roni. What do you want to do this turn? Potion of Cure Light Wounds. Boom. Draw and drink. Still wounded. <laughs> How many did you get from that potion? Nice. Eight more points. Oh, great, great, great. Draw and drink. Do you want a five-foot step anywhere? Um, you can get to the edge of that fog if you want to look out. You know where it is, 100%. Y- yeah. I'm going to saddle up next to 
Gripper and the Dabs peek out, standing at the edge of this 20 foot by 20 foot field of fog, just pressing their faces out, scanning the courtyard as the night is falling over the courtyard. Johnny, our friend Roni, is up with many things in his hand. Okay, I'm going to stow the war razor. Great. And put it away. In the haversack. In the haversack. Yep. Uh, And then I'm going to tap grip with the wand. Give yourself another seven points of healing. We're down to one remaining charge on that wand. And then I'm going to say, look, you're my brother, okay? I know you're going to do what you need to do when the time comes. Let me give you Red Destiny back. All right, then. (laughs) All right, then. So that's in his hand now. Shield in hand, red destiny in hand, at the edge of the fog. On the precipice of the rest of your life, what do you do? As you're about to step out, I put my hand on your shoulder and just go, Be careful. It's an ambush. Of course it's a fucking ambush. And he steps out. He's just going to go to here. Get a good 15 feet out of the fog. Still... And just... (sighs) Robert, from the angle you're at. Yeah. The northern of the two doors that lead into the dining room, that door is open. There is a grim shape moving through the darkness towards the door from across the dining room, inside the manor. Okay. Okay. It is... Not disturbing Moving in a very deliberate, yet forceful stride. And as you're in this hush, you can pick out the faint clomping of horseshoes on stone. A very similar sound that you have pulled back from wherever these memories have been sort of slowly seeping in of these initial encounters with the stranger. You've, you've heard the sound of hooves on the, the hollow wood of the dock before. You know the sound of this stride. You know the gait. You know the pace. Boom. 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 Fucking destiny approaches. Dora, you're up. Even though you just heard me say that, Katie, your angle is not going to allow you to know yeah. that she's that close. <laughs> So you don't you don't see her. But I can see Grip's face. You can see Grip. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, perfect. So you see uh what what how what happens to Grip's face as he as he sees that? He stops mid-laugh. And you just see him look towards where that fucking sound is coming from. And you could see the knuckles tighten around the hilt of Red Destiny. And just Fuck is what his whole carriage is saying. Fuck. Dora draws a potion of cure light wounds and drinks it. <laughs> oh, you were you were still injured. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, wow. I don't have bars for you all right now. This is exciting. I literally have no idea how many hit points you have. <laughs> That's probably the way it should be for this fight. Uh, and I'm going to take a five-foot step to the northeast. I see the bottom of a token. God damn it. Dora... <laughs> Grip and Dabwick. A grim shape unfolds from the shadows of the dining room. It's humanoid, but tall and thin and bulging, wrapped in yellow, yellow leather, yellow silks, yellow gloves, yellow scarves. Her legs end in hooves. Her eyes are pale, milky orbs something on her mouth, or in her mouth, or in her face under her scarf is wriggling. There's just this feeling that the clothes are almost alive, mm-hmm. that they feel like like the ends of the leather and fabric that are wrapped around the creature are, are almost sharp. They're almost like mm-hmm. razor-like. There is this feeling of this material came from another plane of existence. The way it interacts with the air, the way it moves when she moves, defies how you would expect fabric and leather to move. Everything about her 
not only feels alien, but extra planar. She is something, and I think for the three of you who have experienced her only in these subconscious memory bursts, it's gotta feel like a walking dream. Like you're staring into the eyes of death. Death itself. A walking nightmare. A walking nightmare. She steps out into the courtyard, and the three of you that can see her, see her scan her head, she locks eyes with grip. Quick question. Yeah. It, wait, is he actually, he stepped out of the mist? Yes. I'm out of the oh, mist. Okay. He's, he's entirely out. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cocks her head a little bit. Turns her head in the direction of where you know Roni to be. Nods. Looks back at you. So she can clearly see Dabwick's face sticking out of the fog here. Mm -hmm. They don't exist to her. Locks eyes with you. Masturbating to the name of Shaman Dor. Oh, no. When he could be seated at the right no. hand of the king. But his day will come. And so will Nellison's for the pleasure she deprived me of. Of killing that boy myself right before your eyes. Anathema, wherever you are, you will all pay for your audacity. As she will. For her failures. Brief pause. Welcome to the club. Dabwick feels an invasion of their head as something cracks open in their skull. First of all, I need a DC 25 fortitude save. Oof. (laughs) Gulp. Fort save. Mm Mm-hmm. 24. Action point? (laughs) I just told you what the DC was. If you want to use an action point, you know you made it. Gonna use it. It's a pretty good one. Might not be a terrible time. (laughs) Yeah. God. You don't even have to roll it. You got it. You got it. Roll to six. Dadwick (laughs) is not dazed. However, feeling... Feeling a seed of an elder god crack open inside their skull, I do need to check their sanity. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is a will save. This is a will save now. Good job on the owl's wisdom. I know. Good yeah. timing on <laughs> that shit. Oh my god, right? Seriously. 19. Dabuk takes two more points of sanity damage. Dabs can withstand that. That is under their threshold. So like Roni, they're at sitting at five, but still not mad. Now I need sanity checks from the three of you that can see her. This is the first time these people are beholding her completely aberrant presence in real life. Well, another will save. That's only Grip and Dora, right? No. You just saved against Jam and Dora. Now you gotta save against Wirali. Got it. 26 for Dabwick. Dora? 24. And Grip. Oh no, Grip. 10. Four points for Grip, two more points each for Dora and Dabs. Dora and Grip are both at 14 now, and Dabs just hits seven. But now, my pets, it is the end of an era now. Do you feel it? Ah, Of course you don't. You know nothing, thanks to Hazerton. But now, after nearly 60 years, Vengeance will be mine. Unmask. Unmask. It's time. It's time. She rips the silk scarf from her face, exposing the most repulsive and blasphemous collection of teeth. 
teeth, tentacles, fingers, mandibles, and tongues erupting from the yawning chasm in her face that roughly approximates the location of a mouth on a humanoid. It is beyond anything you could have imagined. How could there be so much? How could there be so many? Where does all that shit go when her face is covered? Back down inside of her is the interior of her anatomy, nothing more than displaced mouth parts? Why are there so many fucking sharp fleshy tubes? Why do so many of them end in lamprey mouths? What the fuck is going on inside of her face? And as she starts to move, it's immediately clear to you that every time you've loosely witnessed or remembered her in a vision, she was deliberately trying to walk and move like a human. But the instant she lets go of that illusion, it is almost impossible to comprehend how the hell her body works. There's a trunk, there's a head, there are two arms and two legs. There, there, there can't be that many options, right? But somehow it's like there are nine or ten joints per limb. The limbs are all longer than she's been making them seem. Maybe pieces of those were also tucked back inside of her? And as she starts moving like a stop-motion animation mistake at lightning speed, you see things cracking and bending and joints are wrenching and flesh twists and like BAM! Every time it looks as though she's going to take a step forward an inch, it's like five or ten feet of movement. There is something about this thing that fills all of you with the deepest, most personal sense of revulsion. Like this is worse than something dead like a ghoul or a revenant, this is this is worse than something simply alien like the star vampire. This thing is a personal affront to your shape, to your anatomy, to your reality, your your baseline understanding of how biology and and physics and simple cause and effect work. This thing does not belong here. It does not belong. It is worse than death. It is worse than a nightmare. Everybody roll initiative. Oh. oh. I guess I can let Tima out now, though. I'm just been infected. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Let's start with Gripper. 16. And Dora. 11. Dabwick. 19. And Roni, back in the mist. 13. All right. Do you get to do your sense motive thing? To add to it? Oh. Oh. Check that she doesn't out. know that I'm there. She, she has not yet looked at you, and she called out as if she didn't know yes. where you were. Yeah, the only thing weird about her vision so far that you've seen is that Grip noticed it seems as though she knew where Rhodey was back in the mist, but that's all that you've seen so far. And is our knowledge of... Our knowledge of denizens of Leng are... Oh yeah, feel, no, feel not, free to not damage that. resistance, but but uh, in, except cold and electricity, and there's spell resistance. Is that correct? Yeah, right. As far as so there's physical no, no, attacks no like go. weapon damage resistance that we that we're aware of. Correct. Okay. Um, I got a twenty-five on my sense motive. What is the DC on that? Eleven plus her bluff modifier or fifteen, whichever is higher. Okay, that's a fail. Oh, wow. <laughs> so round one starts with the dabs in Gripply form at the edge of the fog, facing off with this creature they've never seen, but heard the rest of the party talk about. The historical impact is not there for dabs, but the horror definitely is. What does our froggy friend do? Well, I'm half obscured by the mist, right? You are. So I can cast from here. Back into the mist. Yes. And then back up (laughs) into the mist. Dabwick begins casting a spell. Mm-hmm. A summoning spell, I'm guessing, yes? Yes, that yes. is correct. Up next is our pal, the Gripper. He's looking across at this fucking horror show, and you see him, and he's doing it slow and deliberate this time, just yeah. crack, 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 and he takes dedicated adversary for evil outsiders and combat stamina to give him a stamina pool of 10 points. Amazing. As he's he's looking at her and he's going to close the because he's 60 feet away right now. So he's not going to run up. He's not going to close with her this turn. You know that she's got a move of at least of 50 feet. You, you can go full defense. Right. For one round at, at least. least. For one round. 
That's probably yes. So yeah, so he'll no he'll, point taking all the feats if she just walks up and kills you. That's true. That's true. So he takes just those two feats. Up and kills he will you. take his uh, standard to activate total defense, and as he's doing that, he looks at her and says, "I'm no one's fucking pet." All right, Roni is up. Roni taps himself with the wand for. Oh, nice. That is uh, a six for seven more points. Fantastic. Then, How's Roni looking? Uh, he is close to full. Great. Don't tell me a number. I will not I have no bars, which I love. I love. I don't know what's going on. You, so you're like, <laughs> For some I, reason, roll 20s did not give me bars, and I'm, I'm ha- totally happy about it. <laughs> I'll be so surprised when we die. <laughs> I will. I will. He is going to drop the wand as a free action. Because it's done. Because it's done. He Bye-bye. is going to uh, reload... His uh, alchemical torch yeah. as a free action, and then as a move action, he's going to draw another potion of cure light wounds, and then takes a five foot step to the edge of the mist. Okay, the stranger is up. Can I see the stranger? As you poke your head out of the mist, you can indeed catch sight of this horror. Oh, and you didn't even see the moment where all of her innards erupted out of her face. You just see the explosion (laughs) of teeth and tongues and tentacles and arms erupting out of her face. Yeah, give me that real save. 14. Now you no longer trust yourself. (laughs) Four more points, my friend. Oh, my God. Shocker. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Do your worst. All right, so at the moment, she seems to have no awareness of Dora or her location, though suspects that she's here. She can see the bobbing faces in the mist of Dabs and Roni, but they are on the other side of Grip, so her target now is Grip. She has a clear path across the courtyard to him mm-hmm. 60 feet away okay so outside of a single move for her so whatever she does at least this round she's not taking a full attack if she wants to attack this round she has to charge she is charging you gripper mm-hmm. here she comes 60 feet in a straight line. That's got to be a horrible sight. Just the mouth approaching you. (laughs) And she goes for a bite attack. Help me remember her AC is down by two until her next turn. Two on the die. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, let me check. Oh, God. Don't presume anything. What's your AC? 27. 27 with, okay. the, with the total defense. It does miss. But I had to look it up, Robert. <laughs> From a two on the die. From a two oh, on the die. God. So oh, God. Grip is hunkered down against the approaching oncoming storm of mouth parts and manages to just like matrix backward out of the way from all of the horrible lamprey mouths. Oh. This is this is maybe a question you'll say, I can't answer that. Yeah. Does it seem like fighting defensively might have saved my butt that time? <laughs> I think I'm not going to answer that that's question. Fair, that's fair, that's fair. I knew it as soon as I asked her. That was a question. That brings us to Dora, still invisible around the corner of the guest house. You saw, you saw her? You saw her go charging across the courtyard, disappear from your line of sight. Uh, no sound of screaming yet. Five foot step. I'm sorry, let me also say, her rapier is in her hand. That is what she was using inside the house. So she made a bite attack this time, uh, but she does have the rapier in hand. All right. Five foot step. Yep. I can see her. Can you? Yeah. All right. She's 35 feet away. Okay. Dora whispers, not so that everybody can hear her. She's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Tima. out of Dora cannot wait yes to engage yes this is even more personal for Tima yes than it is for Dora yeah Dora's like I mean 
yeah, she sucks. Yeah. But <laughs> Tina's like, this woman enslaved me. Yeah. And she uh, gathers up all the cruelty and the knowledge from Dora yep. of this idiot's failure. Yeah. Failure to get her minions to do what she wanted. Mm. Failure to get what she needed from Lowell's. Failure to fucking do anything that she set out to do. Okay. And she revels in it. <laughs> and she casts Mind Thrust too. Okay. For what it's worth. Here we go. First thing you gotta do is beat her spell resistance. So this yeah. is a caster this level is, check. This is what I'm saving my action points for. <laughs> Let's just hope. Mm. <laughs> uh, I lose the spell, right? Yeah, the spell is cast and it has no effect on her. What would you get for your total? Ten. Yeah, yeah. The spell has been cast and she has absolutely no effect on her. Doesn't even touch her. And invisible. And you're invisible. So you got that going for you. Uh, but I do have some DR going on. Oh yeah, let's check which kind. DR five magic. DR five magic. Oh, not, not right. awesome. And that is the end. Of round one. Hey, we made it. Hey, everybody's still alive. Okay. Top of round two. The action swings back to Dab as they complete casting their summoning spell. And now the stranger is quite close to you, just 20 feet away from you. Yeah, so I'm going to roll a 1d4. Okay. And I got a four. (laughs) So five... Oh. Because it's a 1d4 plus one. Okay. Nice. How do I describe this? Let's see here. They're tiny, but they're maybe about a foot long, I would guess. These uh, these five bloated, look, large, mosquito-looking creatures called Sturges. Yeah, that's <laughs> old school. That is old school. Oh, my God. Appear <laughs> around... And so they're like... They're like, yes, as Paul said, they're like uh, like a foot long maybe, but they have two sets of fleshy bat wings, even though they're insectoid, and just this tangle, like a centipede tangle of thin legs dangling below them, and then this disturbing, like needle-sharp spear of a proboscis. <laughs> Which that word in and of itself is yes, disturbing. It, it very much is. Never a good word. So you get five of them? I get five of them. Okay, let me drop five tokens on the map for you. Bless you. Here we go. Now the stranger is, well, oh, these are, t- are these tiny creatures? They are tiny. Okay, they're tiny creatures. They do not threaten their areas, so no flanking bonuses can okay. be granted by them. Okay. However, the stranger now has grip on one side and five Sturges hovering in the air around her. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I'm just going to roll five attacks. And it looks here as though they make touch attacks with their with their little stingers, which is right. uh, a nice little boon here. So let's start with uh, Sturge number one. Um, does the charge affect their touch AC? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So five this is attacks. about as low as an AC number can possibly get on her. So <laughs> a um, touch after a charge. It's all up to the die. Yep. An 11 on the die, that's 18. Touch. Oh, my God. A six on the die, that's, um, I'm sorry, seven, uh, 13. Touch. An 11 on the die again. Touch. An eight on the die. Touch. A 12 on the die. That is five hits from the Sturges. Let me read this ability. Oh, my God. When a Sturge hits with a touch attack, it's barbed legs, a latch onto the target, anchoring it in place. An attached Sturge is effectively grappling its prey. Sturge loses dex to AC, has an AC of 12, but holds on with great tenacity and inserts its proboscis into the grappled target's flesh. An attached Sturge can be struck with a weapon or grappled itself. If its prey manages to win a grapple check or escape artist check against it, the Sturge is removed. Okay. So, at the end of its turn, a Sturge that is attached to a foe drains blood 
inflicting one point of con damage. Oh my god. That is five (gasps) points of constitution damage right now. Oh, that's great. Oh my god. Oh Uh, my god. I gotta do some math here. Hang on. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. Dabwick! Save the caffeine with their little friends. Those were some good rolls. Those were some really, really good rolls. And then do they bleed? That was a great idea. They do not bleed. They have to maintain this grapple. Gotcha. But there's five of them. (laughs) And even if it only did the five. Quick question, though. I'm assuming that she is not considered grappled. She is is not grappled. Great. They They are are all effectively grappling her. But, um, yeah, yeah. But she herself does not gain the grappled condition. And for every round she doesn't remove one, they get that plus five five bonus to maintain the grapple. Oh, God. So they do have to keep checking every round to maintain the grapple. But they get a uh, yeah. plus 11 they get to plus grapple 11 when attached. Oh, my God. That's huge. Wow. So the stranger is now filled with the proboscises oh. of five sturges. Blood. Life's dra- <laughs> blood being drained out of her. Where's your... Uh, Where's your fast healing now, Queerly? Can't heal up. Your max just dropped uh, a whole bunch. (laughs) Two points for every hit dice. Maybe three. We don't even know what her con was at. Who knows? And you know what? Dabwick still has an entire turn available to them. What do they do now? (laughs) Well, Um, unfortunately, no longer available. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. How that be? Last time we're casting uh, Summon Nature's Ally today. That's it? That's it? Okay. That's All it right. today. Sorry, y'all. It's okay. I'm sure you have a thousand other cool things no. that we don't know you can do yet. Stop. <laughs> Stop saying that. Oh, he no doesn't pressure. like the pressure. No pressure. You don't Holly, like that. I'm going to disappoint. You've done your part here. Yeah. Whatever you the fuck happens for the All rest right, of Dadwick this All right, Dadwick takes a five-foot step backwards and falls asleep. <laughs> you, you can. You can run away. You can leave through the gatehouse. Takes Earth a nap in the obscuring mist. All right, so you're still facing off with this horror. Mm. Probably feeling good about your choice, but uh, the fight is uh, only beginning. Yes, and um, only just kidding a little bit. Uh, Dadwick will take a five-foot step back and pull out their scroll of Cat's Grace and cast it on themselves. Nice. Oh, great. Extra boom. Raising that dex score. Poof. You're all enhanced. Gotta do it. Gotta stay alive. Gotta do this for Shaman Dor. Oh, God. Deal with that later. We'll deal with that later. His dreams are your dreams. I just want him to be happy with me. (laughs) I just want him to notice me. Oh, oh my gosh. All for you, Shaman Dor. (laughs) This is is literally Lowell's inner monologue. (laughs) (laughs) All for you, Shaman Dor. I just want you to notice me. Oh, yeah. Now I feel bad for him. I do good, not. Good. I'm still going to kill the fucker. Gripper, you are up where you were meant to be yeah. in the middle of horrors. Mouth parts waving in the air in front of you, but many, many, many insectoid mouth parts stabbed into the mouth parts of the humanoid mouth parts. It's just oh so, many so many mouth parts. So good you're not afraid of things with horrible teeth. Yes. Oh my god, this would be grip ending. <laughs> if you made that other choice back in chapter one. Yep, yep. Um, all right, so uh, I don't see anything to do except have a full attack with Red Destiny. Bring it. All right, and then remember, uh, minus two armor class from the charge still, right? Oh, I remember. I'm just making sure. <laughs> thank just you. Making sure. No, thank you. I asked. Attack you. number one. 29. Hit. Katie is vibrating in her chair uh, for 10 points of damage. Okay, it begins. Red Destiny stabs through the waving mouth parts and finds purchase inside this creature's chest. Uh, second attack. That's a miss. Two on the die. Action point for a third attack? Oh, you're doing Red Destiny, right? Yeah, action point for a third attack. Her armor class will never be lower than it yeah, is right Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Actually, uh, 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 armor class never lower. So that's six of eight used. Uh, and that's at my highest bonus or the bonus I just rolled? Highest bonus. That's good. All right. Miss. 
three on the die. Oh. Mm. All right, but 10 points Doesn't of damage. Doesn't matter. Shot matter. 10 nice points of damage. You started. Roni, you are up at the edge of the mist. You can see the stranger pincushioned with Sturges, and Grip has la- already managed to land one very nice blow inside the creature. You are about how far? Uh, about 20 feet away from this. Do I have a shot from where I am, or do I need to move? You have a shot. You got cover from Grip, though. If I take a five-foot step, do I have cover? I buy that as a clean shot. Great. I take a five-foot step, and uh, I am going to make yeah. her my... Yeah, Johnny, that's good. That's, study that's combatant. a good clean line. Study combatant. Got it. And uh, I fire with the alchemical torch. Bring it. Bring it. Is narrowing t- my eyes. Is touch, touch attack. attack. All right. That is an 18. That is a hit. Sweet. All right. And uh, give me a fort save. Oh, what's happening? Oh, the that- flare cartridge goes off, potentially blinding her. 19. Ah, oh, okay. makes it. All right. Okay. You took off the is, does everybody the everybody have to save? It is, uh, yeah, it is. A, it's, it is, we do have to save, but not versus blind, just versus dazzled for one round. Okay. So, so Grip and the Sturges have to make a save. Yeah. How's Grip? 14. Oh, you're dazzled. So what's that, minus one? Is minus one. Just, just minus one. Sorry. I thought it was going to be worth it. Um, and I'm going to spend an action point since I'm going to make a full round action and attack again. Nice. Because I, I cannot think of a better use. So fire again. And you can reload as a free I action? I can. Great. And that's a, that is another, uh, is that another 18? Did I do, I, yeah, another 18. Great. That's a hit. Sweet. Oh, and I need to do the damage on these two. All right. I yes, know. please. I will do the damage. So All two right. hits. Two hits. One for six points, and you have to make the fortification, 50% fortification save to see whether or not it's six points or five points. Oh, thank you. And same thing for the other one. Same. All right, so 50% chance to treat any critical or precision damage as a normal hit. All right, here we go. Uh, Avoids it on the first attack. And does not on the second attack. So, so six points and five points. Eleven right, points. Eleven points of damage. It's, uh, and then re- reload as a free action again. It's a crap ton of damage in a very short period of time. As we come back around to actually, the s- you know what? I'm gonna blow my um, I'm gonna blow my study combatant on there right now. On the second attack. Yep. Yep. That is a six on the die for an additional six points of damage. Pile it on. Uh, what's the DC on that dazzled effect? Uh, Fifteen. Okay, I'm going to roll five of these for the Sturges. They're, it's a fortitude save? Yeah. Correct. Miss. Does that minus one count toward their grapple check? Yes. All right, so two made it. Three didn't. So three are dazzled. Uh, and then as a swift action, I will study, make her, I will spend a point of inspiration mm-hmm. and make her my steady combatant again. I love it. I love it. We have done so much damage in such a short period of time. It's a good thing she has so many hit points. <laughs> <laughs> At the top of her turn, you do see that her otherworldly flesh knits itself up a little bit. But, um, you know, honestly, relative to the amount of damage she just took, not that much. Not that much, friends. So now, thank you, Paul. (laughs) I am forced to deal with the indignity of deciding whether or not my big bad is going to spend their actions pulling fucking mosquitoes out. (laughs) Rather than slaughtering the focus of her rage. Maybe she should just take a breath. She takes a breath in. And remembers what she came out here to do. Mm-hmm. Grip. Oh, God. She dodges to one side, attempting to faint you. The DC of this is going to be... You do not have a sense motive bonus, do you? 
No. So what's your what's 10 plus your BAB plus your wisdom modifier? 10 plus BAB is 16 plus 0 is 16. Uh, 28 handily beats that. You are flat-footed against this next attack as all that is her mouth goes at you. Thirty yeah, something. Thirty thirty-two. That's gonna hit. Okay. Oh, so many dice. Oh boy. Only nineteen points of damage as all of these lamprey mouths latch onto your face and start ripping vast chunks of flesh off of it. However, I need a fortitude save from you right now as all of these things are finding purchase in your muscles. Tearing at your muscles and ligaments under your skin, under your armor, burrowing, burrowing. 25. Only one point of dexterity drain. Oh. All right, so as I recall, your dex was an odd number, right? So you're, there's no mechanical effect yet. Correct. But you do feel a terrible, crippling loss to your ability to move. Of the kind of which this party has not yet faced before. We have faced ability score damage. We have not yet uh, come face-to-face with Durain. All right, she is... That's what she did. Dora, you are up. You can see her mouth parts worrying away at the inside of Grip's body. Tuma takes a five-foot step. Snap out of it, Gripper. Punch those fucking teeth right out her mouth. She's going to try to mind thrust again. Okay. Come on. Still in range, right? Yeah, great. 26. On your on your spell. check against spell resistance? Yes. Penetration. You have affected her with this spell. This is a will save, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. It is what it is. 16? Failure. Okay. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 How much damage? 29. <laughs> oh, shit. Six, eight, four, four, seven. Oh. Oh, wow. Wow. Feels really good. Plus two points of bleed. Okay. What is disturbing about what you witness happen is that there are obviously eruptions inside this creature's body, but instead of one concentrated explosion of blood out, like like facial orifices, this is like seven different pops, like down in her lower leg, one in her hip. It's like her her entire nervous system seems to be spread out through the interior of her epidermis on the inside of her body. So there's like eruptions of this weird, foul, grayish, yellowish blood all over you, Grip, as her mouth is inside of you. Uh, I, I want to point out that yeah. for various reasons, we should stop referring to what Tima and Dora do as exploding people's heads specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes her brain leak out their eyes and orifices. Mm-hmm. There you go. But exploding a head is a different thing. Because there's an actual spell for that. <laughs> yes, there is. Fantastic. <laughs> all right, we're at the top of round three. Dabwick, all of your little mosquito friends, your helpful, helpful buddies, are here. Now, they're all in a position where they have to make this grapple check to maintain the grapple. Any that succeed are going to deal another point of con damage at the end of this turn here. That's true, Um, but it is against the uh, CMD of this creature, not their touch. Correct. Correct. It's going to be a lot harder this time around. a little bit harder to grapple. So three of them are fast, are dazzled, is that right? Yeah. Let's so three just... of them will get a plus 10, two of them will get a plus 11 to this grapple check. Let's start with the dazzled ones first. Okay. Uh, 25. Uh, fail. Mm. Fail. And fail. Okay. The uh, two who are not dazzled. Fail. And fail. All right. They, these, these proboscises 
cannot maintain purchase inside whatever passes for this creature's flesh. So if they're still there next time, is it the touch attack? It is. Okay. It is. So this might be a trade-off of, okay, nothing one round, and then, <laughs> and then nothing one round. Right. All right, so all of the Sturges have been extricated from her flesh. They're still hovering in the air next to her, though. Dabwick, you are inside the mist. You can't see what's happening out there. What do you do? Dabwick will step forward through the mist. So 5, 10, 15. So I'm going to close um, and saddle up next to my good buddy Grip. Okay. So Dabs closes with the stranger. And does a dagger attack. Attacks with the dagger retrieved from the laundry room in Act One. <laughs> That's a 23 to hit. Do you want to use an action point? I don't have any. Oh, that is a miss. Somehow, while bleeding, while ravaging and savaging Grip, manages to dodge out of the way as though it seems as though she can uh, stare at you sideways while looking ahead of her at Grip. Okay. Gripper, you are up, my friend. Facing off with her, Dex has been drained, but you know you've got the ability to hit her. She's bleeding. She is covered in proboscis wounds. Uh, she's taking, uh, she's, y'all, she is bloodied. She is bloodied. Yeah, I'm gonna make a stand. Full attack, probably will wind up spending an action point to get a third attack and then be done with those. Pesky things. Fighting like a ranger. Alright, so I've got. The, What's the other one you got? Oh, you got the. Uh, which which didn't. The uh, the um, combat stamina. It didn't come into play last time because the times I missed, I was too far away. Way too far away. It wouldn't have mattered. Got it. Um, so, but if I'm close, I have I have that stamina pool to draw on. Nice. Um, okay. What is the mechanical effect of Dazzled? Minus, Minus one, one on your attack roll. Okay. Just one round, though, right? Just one round. 27. Hit. Boom. For 10 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Second mm-hmm. attack. 26. Action point? No. Hit. Yes. For 11 points of damage. Uh-huh. And I'm going to spend that action point. <laughs> you are. Uh-huh. For a third attack. That's that's a 17. We are, we know a 22 is a miss, yeah, right? We do. So, yeah, then that's that's just a miss. All right, with a heroic effort going for one last stab. However, Grip misses the last attack and Roni is up. Roni has made her his studied combatant. Yep. And so he again narrows his eyes, levels the alchemical torch and fires a 22 touch hit. Oh. And that is for three points of damage. Oh, man, so that would only be... I'm going to check fortification here. Yep. Uh, for two points of damage. Uh, and I'm going to spend my remaining action point to fire again. Yep. Oh, boy, just plowing through these. Uh, that is a 17 touch. That's a touch. Oh, come on! Come on! And that is... Nine points. Oh. Come on, get through. Get through. Get through. You're good. Oh. Nine points. That is another three points. That's 12 points. The last bullet strikes her on the side of the back of her head, someplace where it seems like that might just be a graze, except everything drops out of her. The mouth parts fall off of Back grip. Any sense of struggling against all of these giant insects with bat wings hovering around her fades out. She turns and looks at you. I'll see you soon. <laughs> and then leaving all of her clothes and equipment, her body turns into vapor and she's gone. That is the end Ugh. of chapter 78. Oh we'll pick up next time. Yes. Well done, y'all. Yes. Uh, wow.
Dark Nexus is a creation of Plug and Hum Productions. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Inc. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com slash community use. And for more information about Paizo and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. That's P-A-I-Z-O dot com. Dark Nexus uses music and soundscapes by Sirenscape. Check them out at sirenscape.com. That's S-Y-R-I-N-S-C-A-P-E dot com. Opening and closing themes along with additional music composed by Rob Kozlarik. Artwork for Dark Nexus is by Matt Walquist. Special thanks to Toy, without whose generosity this project would not have been possible. And thanks to DMCP, Richard and Ari, Paul and Shannon, Chris, Scotty, Jason, Jess, Joe, Chelsea, Matt, Dave, Darren, and everyone we've gamed with over the years for all the memories and inspiration. WTPK. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. Two tags. Season good. two tag. <laughs>